So what, we watch anime So what, we play League We're just having fun We don't care who sees So what, we stay in It don't bother me Living young, pale Hello and welcome to the Re Entertainment Podcast, episode 34, November 29th, 2015. Again with me, because no one else is available, Andrew Aroa McFain. No one else is ever available. Yep, yep. And I, of course, am your host, Nathan Reeton Spruth. So, let's start out. What video games have you been playing, Aroa? Uh, well, still, still trying to get myself to keep playing Fallout. Uh, have you been having problems playing it, or? Uh, just, I, I have trouble playing a game for more than a few hours at a time. I typically do. I've actually been, been pretty good with Fallout. I've played for about 40 hours so far. 40 to 50 hours, somewhere around there. So, I've played for quite a bit. Uh, I did play some Battlefront, though. Oh, yeah, I've seen that you've been streaming that. Yeah, it's okay. Um, I I honestly prefer Halo multiplayer over Battlefront. It's, I, I don't know, like, I went into a match, and with Halo, at least, when you go into a game, you're pretty much on even field. Like, there's they don't really get power-ups that you don't get, like... Unless you're in the war zone, but that's a little different. Mm. But with Battlefront, like, you know, I'm level like five or six, and I'm going up against people who have like level 15 to 20 gear. And I'm just like, yeah, that's going to go well for me. Oh, well, so, I mean, Battlefield's always kind of been that kind of game. Yeah, so I, I don't like that because there was just another team who were dominating us. Yeah. And they were using like. They were using items I didn't even have a chance of getting yet. And I'm just like, that's just retarded. They would, and then they spawn camped. And of course, the problem with online shooters is, you know, people talking shit. So they're like, aha, we're raping you. I'm like, there's two against five in a capture the flag match. Of course you're dominating us. Because <laughs> everyone else left. So, uh,. Okay, so on the 4th, which is, when's the 4th? Friday? Uh, yeah. That's when Xenoblade Chronicles comes out, right? Fuck, I don't know. I, don't know. I think that's when it's com it comes out. It comes out on the 4th. I am excited. Uh, I think I might have to pry myself from Fallout 4 to play some of that. But Yeah, I'm just going to... Wait wait until after Christmas, probably. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, is your grandma going to give you... Your grandma might buy you a bunch of games, too. Uh, She bought me a TV. So... Oh, did she? I bought myself a TV, because mine was she... breaking. That's what I'm waiting on, is... Uh, uh, it should be Tuesday. I'm going to have a 50-inch TV upstairs now. Oh, that is awesome. And then I'm going to move my... My the thirty two inch I have up there now I'm gonna put down down here. Yeah, I have a third. I just bought a thirty two inch for a couple hundred bucks. It's a Samsung, so it's pretty nice. Black Friday, yay! Yeah. Um. So let's talk about some stuff. You like Bill Gates, right? Yeah. Yeah. Apparent. So it's funny because uh, when you talk to Mac fanboys. They always have this thing where they're like, "Oh my, oh my God, Steve Jobs is awesome," but they fail to realize that Steve Jobs was a douchebag. That he was when he yeah when he came back into the company he stopped like when he came he got fired from Apple and he came back a couple years later and they're like, "Well, we'll have you be the CEO again." He's like, "Yeah, you will." And he came into the company, and he took all their charity things, all their philanthropy, and all that stuff, and they he stopped it all. 
doesn't get he didn't give any money to charity because he felt it was pointless. Bill Gates, on the other hand, is giving all of his money to charity. Yeah, like almost all of it. Right now, him and a few other places are starting a uh, <clears throat> they're starting a multi billion dollar clean energy research and development thing. And it's going to be uh, Gates will be combining forces with the United States, Australia, Canada, France, India, Indonesia, Norway, Saudi Arabia, and South Korea, and they're all backing this plan that's basically headed by Bill Gates. And I think that's awesome. I I don't know what you have to say on this. I just wanted to bring it up because I think that's pretty cool. I'm I'm a fan of you know not destroying the environment. Entirely. Yeah. Um, Bill Gates, uh, although his beginnings were kind of like the opposite of uh, Steve Jobs, um, where he was kind of, well, he, he was a huge asshole for all the wrong reasons. Right. Um, uh, Bill Gates is kind of one of the most ideal people I could think of at this point in his life. Uh, after he stopped really giving a shit about what Microsoft was even doing because he knew that he ha- he he was done <laughs> like right like around the XP time period like that that was it Windows was set in stone as the uh, as the operating system and it still is yeah that's I mean... what I'm saying is is he's pretty much he's set for the rest of his fucking life and he can do whatever he goddamn pleases with his multiple billion dollars yeah so um yeah i i love what he has done with his with his money instead of just sitting on it instead of just giving it to his kids or some bullshit like that like he's he is one of the greatest people of our time yeah uh, i saw a video he was also doing something i believe in india where they were turning sewage water back into drinkable water like that they had this huge like production thing where they were it was like this huge machine and he turned on a faucet and he drank this water that used to be sewage water and I, a bunch of people I knew watched it and because they're Americans they you know sometimes we have it really good so we don't understand that in other countries they kind of got to live with what they've got and so yeah. he, he drank the water and you know my friends are like well I, I would never do that and I'm like, yeah, you fucking would. Uh, not to mention, you already do. Yeah. <laughs> That's, this was he built. He built a fucking water treatment plant. Yeah, but this okay. this was different. It actually was a little bit more in depth than the ones that we have here. Yeah, but... I'm saying that like, like he did this for for a piece of shit country. Like, yeah, exactly. Like not not a bad country, but I mean that. They they don't have much going for them, right? So you know that anything like that is fucking amazing. That that he, he's doing it because not because he wants to get shit out of it, like like Google pulling their shit. Uh, I think it was either last year or the year before, uh, whenever they announced the uh, whole Android One thing. Um, I think that's what it was called. And uh, phones like the Moto E and a couple others were being targeted specifically at developing countries. And the whole concept, according to Google, was to be able to get uh, people with, you know, really low incomes and uh, developing nations where it's actually cheaper to just get a smartphone than a computer. Uh, they, They would target those people so that, they could interact with the with the modern world. So you have people that are living in fucking mud huts and they have smartphones. Uh, what Google is actually doing is, one, just trying to make themselves look good from a PR standpoint. Oh, yeah. Um, trying to look like philanthropists, but uh, in reality, they're just looking to expand their ecosystem out and get more money from p- people that are that are fucking desperate. Because let's face it, if Google really wanted to help those people, they just give the fucking phones away. Right. Exactly. They would. They would work with uh, like Adafruit, uh, who makes the Raspberry Pi, and throw together 
an incredibly cheap, like ten dollar uh, device that these people could could just have. And right. but instead, Google's building these or having these things built, and their their price point target is like a hundred U.S. dollars. Right, and that's still a lot of money for. It's still a lot of money, like especially in places like Cuba, their annual or their income monthly income average is twenty dollars a month. Exactly, and we, I'm sure you and I both know that average income. Honestly, from what I've noticed, isn't very average. Um, like they say, the average income in the United States is like fifty thousand dollars a year, and you, yeah, you and I you both. Gotta... <laughs> you and I both make well under fifty grand a year. Yeah, you, whenever you whenever you look at averages, in especially in a country like the United States, where the uh, the uh, line of of salary just fucking it's exponential beyond a certain point. Right. Like you, whenever you have that that many numbers that are skewing the results by as much as they are, like. Um, you you could compare it to fucking in in grade school or or high school, wherein uh, if they wanted to grade on on like a curve, well they they would have to like throw out the zeros because it just completely fucked up all the numbers if they didn't. Because if you have a bunch of zeros included in an average, it fucks everything up. And if you have a bunch of five hundred percents throwing off all the one hundred percents, you're gonna fuck it up. My point right. is, is that ri there's a lot of rich people in America, so saying average really doesn't mean a whole lot. And I'm <clears> sure exactly. that it's a similar case in Cuba where they've got several very powerful people that are making a lot of money, and then you have most of the nation which is making very little comparatively. Right, and uh, I mean, so so the, what we're getting at is basically there's probably people making like $10 a month or $5 a month, U United States dollars, mm -hmm. in Cuba. And then there's people making, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars. And that's that's stupid. Android, uh, they should make a t like a $10, $20 phone. And they could. They could easily make a phone that cheap and have adequate parts for those, those areas. But they don't. They make something around $100 to $150. Yeah. While Bill Gates is actually going out of his way, spending a ton of money. Not just money he is spending all of his money is going to charity and he's even from what i understand he's even said that pretty much all of his money is going to charity when he dies yeah he's um only giving his kids something like a million dollars each yeah which i mean it sounds like a lot but coming from bill gates that ain't shit yeah and he he has made it a point to be like no you're gonna make your own fortunes if you want it you're right which is good because, I mean, he, Bill Gates, uh, questioned his business business ethics in the eighties and nineties, uh, you know, because he had some pretty bad business practices at one point. Mm -hmm. But, you know, he was still when Microsoft first started, he was working sixty hours a week, programming, like he, he made he worked for his money, yep. and. Those business practices, cheating that many people out of that much money, that's a lot of work. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to games. <laughs> uh, let's speak about uh, another thing done by Microsoft. So we're kind of keeping to a, a trend a little bit. Uh, the original Xbox, you remember that thing, right? The disk drive sucked, and it it was a big brick, and you could kill someone with it if it landed yeah. off and land on top of him. Great, I love yeah. that system. It was great. I have three of them. Do you? Mm -hmm. Oh man, uh, bringing back memories. Anyway, <laughs> so they were the the whole backwards compatibility thing is a big, big thing, and when the Xbox first came out, the Xbox One, sorry first came out, they said, well, putting 360 games on the Xbox One with backwards compatibility is impossible. We can't do it. Impossible. Mm -hmm. And Sony did the same thing. They said, well, PS, we have the PS4. The PS3 can't run on the PS4. There's no way the PS4 can run PS3 games. The architecture is just way different. 
It is yeah. impossible. And now that 360 games are, are on the Xbox, the question <laughs> has been asked, the Xbox One, the question has been asked, can the original Xbox games be ported over? Is there a way that we could get backwards compatibility from the Xbox One with with the original Xbox? And their new thing is, nothing's impossible. <laughs> so, uh, I like this because Sony is still saying that it's impossible to bring PS3 games to the PS4. And my Mike... you know is a huge line of bullshit. Though. Oh yeah, it is a huge line of bullshit. Huge. But I like how Microsoft is just like, you know what? We can do it. I mean, there is, there's probably a way we could do it. Because... If they were able to get the 360 games over, the Xbox One's got to be easier to emulate than the Xbox 360. Yeah. Uh, the original Xbox... That's what I meant. Uh, yeah. The original Xbox um, was actually closer to the architecture of the Xbox One than the 360 was. Uh, the original Xbox ran... Uh, was it an Intel chip? I want to say it did. Um, um, or was it like something... It was an x86 processor. Yeah, it was an x86... It's an it might x86 have been... Processor. And it, it had NVIDIA... Um, it had like a modified 6800 or 6600 or something like that. Yeah. It had a and, modified 6 series uh, graphics card. And it was... Um, and it ran an embedded uh, Windows... Uh, I think it was an embedded like... Was it like just a modified version of XP? It it wasn't. I mean, it was like it was like it had the Windows kernel. Oh, okay. Uh, but that's that's about all it was. Like it was extremely modified, but it was still Windows. But I mean, like running running that inside of a uh, inside of an emulator of some kind really couldn't be that complicated. Whenever they have the source code for all the hardware, right? Exactly. Or they could just release the source code and <laughs> no, they can make emulators. I do like in the uh, in the comments though that uh, the top comment here is, uh, "Let me use the Duke with the Xbox One and I'll be happy." I love the Duke. It's yeah, it's probably the my favorite controller like ever. Do you ever use it on Did your I? PC? Oh, on my no, because you have the hookup. I do. So but you could use it on the PC. I could. Yeah. Um. There was a rumor going around that when the Master Chief Collection came out, they were going to release limited edition Duke controllers for the Xbox or Xbox One or Xbox 360. Oh no! It was Halo Anniversary. There was a rumor that when Halo Anniversary came out, they were going to release the Duke as a limited oh, edition. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Oh, uh, that would have been amazing. My friend loves the Duke. So I would have bought him one as like a birthday present. If there were enough buttons on it to uh to actually like mod it to where he could fit a three sixty or or even a one board inside of there, like I would totally go through the trouble. Don't they have the same amount of buttons? Uh there's no there's no guide button. Oh, oh you'd have to you'd have to like you'd have put, to modify it yeah yeah you'd have to put like a switch underneath of the big button in the middle well i know your next modding adventure is going to be yeah if uh, if i had anywhere near that that kind of <laughs> experience or, yeah. experience yeah uh what you could do you could um 3d print your own duke controller mm, yeah yeah i'll just Go to my local 3D print shop. <laughs> uh, so, okay. So, are there any games for the original Xbox that you would play on the Xbox One? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, probably. Like, I would have to... I would actually... I would like to go back and play Blink's the Time Sweeper just for nostalgia's sake. Yeah, that was a good one. Um... I remember I was excited when Toe Jam and Roll came out, but that game was awful. Mm -hmm. uh, of course, there's the Halo games. Yeah, but, but I mean, we have, I already the Master, have. Yeah, there's the Master Chief Collection. Yeah. Um, I don't know. There's not a lot of. 
I there are a couple 360 games I want to go back and play on when they release them for the Xbox One compatibility with 360. But I'm really drawing a blank on original Xbox games. They didn't really have any great IPs except for like Halo. Well, um, I mean, there's there's some stuff like if I was going to play uh, Fatal Frame Two. I would play it on the original Xbox because that version had some exclusive content. Ah. And there are a lot of, like, no-name games that... Because for some reason, the 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 original Xbox was kind of like... Kind of like what the Wii was for the previous generation. Yeah. Where a lot of really weird crapware titles ended up on there. But also a lot of, like, indie shit that nobody's ever heard of because i remember uh i had a buddy that went through a phase where he was like well i've got an old xbox i'm gonna mod the shit out of it so we can play pirated xbox games um and, and during that time i went through a lot of really old lists of like obscure ass xbox games and there was some genuinely like interesting stuff but i never played most of it yeah i I really like the original Xbox, and I, you know, of course had one, but the only game I really had for it was Halo. Like, I didn't really have... Um, oh, a really big one that, uh, if they were to ever do this, uh, it wasn't actually backwards compatible on the Xbox 360, so, like, I doubt that this would come out on the one, but, uh, Breakdown was the name of the game. What is that? Is that like a breakout clone? It is a uh it's made by Namco. Okay. And it was a first person uh brawler slash shooter slash it, it like the story was, was like something out of an anime. And like there it was sort of a psychological horror in some places. Like it is unlike any other game I have ever played where Everything is first person, and there are no like it was is very like Half Life Two esque, where like other characters would interact with your character, and you remain in first person. Like in the opening scene, uh, you get drugged, and then a girl comes in and makes you vomit, and you vomit into a toilet in first person. That sounds a little bit like Indigo Prophecy. Um, but, I mean, well, that, it's, that part, just that part. Yeah. Um, and there's like, uh, you can play it, it, I believe Indigo Prophecy was on it. Or was that Xbox 360? Indigo Prophecy was on PS2. So it was on Xbox, well, Xbox then. It might have been on the original Xbox. I believe it was sure. on the original Xbox. Cause it I was remember, on PC as well. Yeah, I remember my friend was playing it and the part that reminded me of what you were talking about was at the very beginning of the game, he was in his house. He's like, Oh, I have a headache. And so he took pain, pain pills. Yeah. And then he's like, I'm going to go drink some booze and drank the booze and instantly died. <laughs> Cause that's how it happens in real life. Kids don't mix pills and booze. You'll instantly die. Well, or my, do my favorite part about the game was that when you got like health power ups, and energy power-ups there were like snack bars and drinks and stuff and you actually had to go through the animation of grabbing them picking them up and and eating them oh every time you used them so do you have that game i do um you know you should you should make more videos aroa <laughs> i actually started doing a let's play of it years ago and it looked like such ass because of my shitty capture card that I just gave up. Well, you could do it now. I could. Because your capture card's not as shitty. Mm -hmm. What capture card do you have? Well, now I've, just, I've got the Live Gamer HD. Okay. Um, I was using a Dazzle back then, which was uh. kind of the uh, it was kind of the go-to for for most games, but it was like a shitty old one. Yeah, and th that was before cap came capture cards really were a thing. Yeah. Uh, I have the Abermedia Extreme Cap U3. Mm -hmm. And I really like it. A lot of a lot of reviewers don't like it, but I do. Just because 
it's easy. I don't have to worry about like how everything looks because I know it's gonna because I know what it looks like. It's on my screen, and I don't have to worry about delay or anything when I'm streaming. But yeah, you should start a you do a let's play of it. It'll be fun. It is a really fucking amazing game. If if what... not because of the gameplay, but just because of the the concept. Right. And do you know where you can post it? Uh, uh, IGN. Yes. IGN is where you're going to post all. There be Reeton. That's where you could post it. Yeah. ReetonGeeks.net. Yes. Yes, exactly. Um, let's talk about a, a different thing. A different thing. Still, still to do with uh, video games. We're going to talk about remote play. Have you used yeah. the remote play on the Xbox One at all? On the Xbox? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like with Windows 10? Yeah. Uh, how does it work? Um, it's pretty alright. Um, the input lag is noticeable enough to where I wouldn't play like a shooter with it, but or I rock played band. it. Yeah, well, no, definitely not. But I played, uh, what was it? Uh, Dragon Age Inquisition. Okay. Um, and that was that was perfectly acceptable. Do you think it would be better if you used if you had like better wireless? Maybe if your Wi-Fi was a little stronger. Uh, no, because okay. it was it was all wired. Oh, okay. Well then, yeah, it's it, it's just actually shitty. Oh, okay. <laughs> so apparently, uh, there's going to be remote play for the PlayStation Four. Yeah. Yeah, with the PC and Mac. Which is which is funny because it was uh, days after somebody released an unofficial app to do that exact thing for ten dollar. Yeah, ten dollars. Uh, so and they're making it for free. So not much to say on that. Just that it's happening, and I won't use it because I don't have a, I don't have a PS4 yet. I probably actually will use it. Oh, yeah? Um, if it. Like it looks like it only works with the PS4, yeah. But um, there have definitely been multiple times where I've been like, "Man, I wish that I could play something on my PS4, but I'm downstairs, and now I can do that as long but as I'm it downstairs works. recording a podcast." Yeah, <laughs> I wish I didn't have to talk to this asshole so I could play video games. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I mean, I would probably use it. The problem is, like, I only have one room that's my own. Like, the yeah. entire, like, 90 other percent of the house is my roommates. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I'm i already two feet away from all my consoles. So right. there's no well, yeah, need this, for me this to This was useless that. to me if I was still living with my parents right. or something like that. But mm -hmm. I, I, I still think it's nice and it's cool that, that Sony is acknowledging that this is not hard to just fucking put it on the PC or, or Mac. Right. Like, and and it is a one-up because I think it's going to probably run on Windows 7. Yeah. Uh, And Mac OS X. So the Xbox One remote play only works on uh, Win Windows 10. Windows 10 because Microsoft is just dicks. Have you used their game capture? I haven't. The the game cap because we're straying a lot of topic, but they have game capture built into Windows 10. Oh, I know because every time I hit the uh, guide button when I'm playing a game to open up the Steam overlay, it goes, "Hey, you want to do something with the Xbox app?" And <laughs> so I had to uh, delete it because no, I don't. Actually, I the the game capture is pretty good. Yeah, I mean, that's that's cool. Yeah. I already have a dedicated thing for that purpose, but it's I won't I won't I won't say that it's not cool that Microsoft built that in. Right. It's just I I don't know who's gonna use it. Besides me. Yeah. Uh I use it because when I want to record something on my because I I mean I have XSplit that I can record with. But yeah. I find that it's a little easier to just press that button and go to record then pop up exploit and all that if i'm not streaming yeah um and it it does a pretty high quality stream or a high quality video so yeah it's kind of nice but normally i'm streaming so it's very rare that i would use it yeah uh so let's talk about something else 
because my segues are great today. Now yeah, let's just let's move on. Let's move oh, on. Oh, I would also like to mention that I hope that remote play actually works well. You hope that it? Uh, do you want it to be better than the Xbox One? I want it to be better than it is on the Vita. Oh, is it bad on the Vita? It's like okay. Oh. Um, I tried playing Destiny with it, and it was impossible. Why? Uh, probably a good half a second almost of input lag, Ooh. and Ooh. I was I was literally one room over. Oh wow! <laughs> and uh, with the PS4, um, the Vita can connect directly to the PS4, like it has a secondary Wi-Fi thingy. You know, what? I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna stay on this topic, kinda. Um, okay. You know, you can buy fucking Nintendo, like, they're releasing it so that people can buy the Wii U gamepad. Oh, are they finally? In Japan. I know this is an audio-only podcast, <laughs> so my facial expression doesn't matter, <laughs> but I, what... Yep. From what I understand, it, let me look it up. I believe because I believe it's only in Japan. But for one, why do you wait like two years to release this fucking that those fucking things? Because like if it if it breaks or if you break it, what do you do? There you go. There you go. I put it in the chat. You can now buy replacement Wii U gamepads in Japan. And they're region locked! <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Because right now, if you break your gamepad or the screen dies or anything like that, you're SOL. Yeah, like, like if, it's a, if it's a manufacturing fault, like the screen does go out or something, then sure, you can probably get it replaced by Nintendo. But yeah. fucking... I, you could at least fucking let people buy the the a replacement gamepad for if they break the damn thing. <laughs> yeah. And again, it, it, like people are saying in the in the fucking comments... Why does Nintendo need to region lock every fucking thing that they release? I don't know. Like, are they are they gonna start specially making Japanese Wii U's so that you can't plug them in in a United States outlet? They're the same like, outlet. Like, like, are they are they gonna go? Uh, you cannot use a Wi-Fi in America on the Japanese Wii U. Only work Japan Wi-Fi. Yeah. We they created they're gonna it, eventually get their own routers. They're gonna start <laughs> making their own routers. And they'll be like, it'll only work with Nintendo routers. And they'll they'll fucking put GPS units in the router, so if you take it outside of the country it was made for, it just it just explodes. <laughs> <laughs> oh we'll, man. We'll start having accidental plane bombings because people are taking their Nintendos into other countries, and the, the fucking kid's 3DS just blows up in his hands because he flew <laughs> over the border. Uh, I, I'm presuming they're going to uh, allow you to buy Wii U gamepads outside of Japan at some point? I would fucking hope so. <laughs> but I just... I I never understood region locking. At all. Anywhere. It has never made sense. The only thing it makes sense for is, like, there are places where you can get video games for cheaper, you can get movies for cheap, and bring them over here. Right. Um, so you could go get something for, like, like order something for $20, have it shipped here, and pay, pay less in shipping than you would. That's the theory. Yeah. I believe. Or you could, yeah. Or you could buy a console from another country and just use it in your country with the region locked games. Right. Like, but the, the whole thing is bullshit. And there's a reason that Nintendo is the only major company that still does that. Yeah. Do you know, uh, the way to bypass the region locking for the super Nintendo? No. 
needle nose pliers. Oh, is it? Uh, is it just the way that the thing is is designed in the yeah in the, there? Yeah, you just pop out. There's like two tabs in there that keep the uh, Super Famicom games from going in. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And then you just pop out those tabs, and you're like, oh hey, Famicom games, sweet. Uh, but yeah, so they they say that the replacement game pads are going to be around twenty eight. 12,800 yen, which is about 115 bucks. Yeah. Uh, that's not too bad, I don't think. If if they're released in America, they'll no doubt be about 100 bucks, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. And the the reason I was thinking of this was I actually really like the Wii U gamepad. Yeah. Like it's I don't think it's HD. Um, but the screen's so small it doesn't really matter. Right. And there's no input lag. Like when you're playing like Super Mario Brothers or something like that, it works flawlessly. Yeah. And I love the gamepad. I a lot of people don't like it. Um a lot of people think it's an awkward controller to hold, which it is. It is, but I mean I can it, it, unless you're gonna play fucking I don't know, a fighting game on it or something, and yeah. you're like pro, then then you'd you'd want the uh the pro controller. Right. Actually, but I don't otherwise... really... The Pro Controller is okay. I don't like the D-pad on it very much. Maybe I do think that... I, th I think that Nintendo's uh, D-pads on both the Wii U and the and the Wii remotes are are very mushy. I don't like yeah. how mushy they are. Yeah, because playing... Uh, like, I'll play older games on them, like uh, I bought Mike Tyson's Punch-Out! Or just Punch-Out! with Mr. Dream. Right. And playing it on that controller... Um, it's a little wonky. It's your buttons. It's fine for the first few matches, and then you get to the point where you need to be very, very accurate with your movement. And if something is just one thing goes wrong with the D-pad, you lose. So, I, I, I wish. I hope that if they do release it, that it's. Or, or when they release the PS4 or or they upgrade the Xbox One remote play, that it works as well as the Wii U gamepad does. Yeah. I also hope that they allow you to buy a second Wii U gamepad and hook <laughs> it up to your goddamn Wii U. That's that's not going to... That was, um, like this article says, that was why, uh, probably, that you, you never ended up seeing them in stores. Yeah. Was was because they realized that oh wait, this isn't gonna work. I think it would, but they have problems they have problems with games right now deteriorating and deteriorating in quality when you use the Wii U gamepad. Well and even fucking uh, Mario Kart, if you play in split screen, mm -hmm. um I think it's if you bring it up to three or more players, it drops the frame rate down to 30. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah. So, um, like, like the game runs at 60 FPS uh, up until that point, but, uh, yeah. So, the idea of, of rendering rendering something more visually taxing than Mario Kart on multiple gamepads and the TV, it's probably out of the question yeah, for it's... most Wii U games. Right, I I would imagine, and like Super Smash Brothers, I'm sure would be the main one that people would want to use it for. Yeah, because uh, that's that is one of the one of the biggest games for the Wii U, and that would I I would believe would be pretty taxing to have a, on a bunch of different screens. So, I'm I'm hoping that the NX introduces something like this. Right. Even if it's not four gamepads like people had originally hoped, um, I, I hope that they at least have dual gamepads because I really, really believe in the whole gamepad concept. Obviously, other companies do too because look at how many smartphone apps are just for individual games or on other um, consoles. You can use the Smart Glass with Xbox One. Right. Which and I don't that's... know what Smart Glass is, but... Uh, well, mainly, if I use Smart Glass, it's uh, just to be a remote for the dashboard. Right. Because you can just use it as a uh, as a remote and a keyboard. 
Yeah. But you've got shit like um, in Watch Dogs, you could do the, the hacking shit from your phone. Or uh, on PS4, uh, on the PS4 Link application on the Vita, um, they actually just have a second screen option. So that instead of using it as a remote play controller, it's your second screen app. Or Fallout so, 4, you can make your own little Pip-Boy. Yeah. Um, in the Assassin's Creed games on, well, at least in Black Flag, uh, you could use it as a map oh, yeah. um, on your on your Vita or on your phone. That's pretty awesome. Uh, like, there, there are definitely a lot of options for this format, and it, they're just all hampered by the fact that the Wii U is a shitty console. Yes. Uh, well, so, it's 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 shitty compared to the Xbox One and the PS4. It's it's decent compared to the 360. It's better. <laughs> it's better than the 360 and PS3, technically speaking. Yeah, but they they just they came out too late. They destroyed. They destroyed their um, third party relations. Pretty yep. much, and that's why the only good games you find on the Wii U are fucking exclusives. Same thing with the Wii, yep. and pretty much the same thing with GameCube. There, there were some good GameCube there were, games. There were there were cross platform games that ended up on GameCube, though. Right, and like the Wii U has no cross platform games. Right, and they've can't they people have been canceling games left and right for the Wii U. Yep. So well, anymore they don't even announce them. They just everyone ignores the Wii U because it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, sadly, I really like it. I think it's probably at this point my favorite console. Oh, definitely of this of this generation. But I think that's a lot of that has to do with the fact that we don't play console games. That's true. I mean, I have Halo, <laughs> Halo yeah. Five, which we need to play more of. I keep meaning to. Uh, well, send me a message sometime. I have and... to actually play, though. Yeah, I know. That's the problem. And I'm like, I could play Halo, or here's another idea. I could play Fallout. Yeah, that's that's the main problem. Uh, I am going to... My, my next goal is to try to play through Final Fantasy V. Because I know Aroa likes uh, JRPGs. They're his favorite. Yep. JRPGs. He he can't get in. We're gonna go a single podcast without knocking on the fact that I don't like JRPGs. <laughs> no, but I what happened was I actually got um the Super Famicom version of it, and so I'm gonna play through that with a translation pack. Okay. Yep. So I I I am going to play through it. Um and and I'm gonna get Xenoblade Chronicles. It depends on it might be Xenoblade Chronicles I play through before I play through Final Fantasy V, but I'm going to play through both of them at some point. After I beat Fallout, which should be within the week, I'll beat Fallout. Because Fallout games are pretty easy to... Uh, you're like, alright, well I'm done goofing off, I guess I'll just beat the game. Yeah, and then, you go, and then you go beat the game in an hour. Um, Let's move on. Uh, you want to talk about boobies? Boobs? Boobs. Boobs everywhere. What what game can you think of that has lots of boobs besides Rayplay? Oh. Uh uh Rayplay? No. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> uh, You're so bad at this. I mean Dead or Alive. Yeah, Dead or Alive. So Dead or Alive, they're the guys who made jiggle physics. Mm-hmm. And are, were you, have you ever played any of the like extreme beach volleyball games or anything like that? Um, Tyler had me play one of them, and um, my girlfriend was playing at one time in her house. But... The they're they're awful games. Let's just the extreme well, beach volleyball games are terrible. Extreme beach volleyball. What what more? <laughs> do you need to say to know that, yeah, it's going to be bad? Mo- and most of it isn't playing volleyball. It's mostly massaging girls and mini games, bad mini games, so that you can buy them skimpy outfits. 
So these are our favorite games, and uh, apparently they've come out with a new one, Dead or Alive Extreme Three, which I believe is just an extreme beach volleyball game. It is. Uh, well, they're not releasing it in uh, Europe or North America. And that's and, bullshit. Yeah, I mean, and it all has to stem from. Uh... Oh man, it's all Zoe Quinn's fault. God damn, Five Guys. <laughs> <laughs> Five Guys Burgers and Fries. Um, nobody is going to get that if they don't know what's going on with that. Uh, so there's the whole social justice warrior thing going on and people trying to be politically correct. and Gamer Gager. And the problem is it's now it's stifling. Like before it was just, oh, this is an annoyance. People complaining about this shit. I honestly hadn't thought about it at all in months, and then this came out and reignited it. Yeah, and this whole thing is that it's too it's too sexy, and so they're not going to censor it or anything. They're just not going to release it. And, I mean, when you're 14 and your parents won't let you look at porn, what are you going to do? You're going to go rent Extreme Beach Volleyball. Yeah. I mean, isn't that the world we live in now? Yeah. We don't have smartphones or anything at 14. How the fuck are we supposed to get pornography? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but it's still bullshit. I yeah. mean, why? I, I don't understand, and I will never understand, why they'll take something and say, well, we're not going to release it because a small minority of people will get pissed off. Yeah. It's not whenever it's already a niche as fuck game anyway. Yeah, it's not like there's going to be a huge outpouring for this game. I'd be surprised if it sold over a million copies. But yeah. it's it's just a video game, man. Come on. And it's already translated in English. Is it? Yes. Come on. <laughs> um they um are releasing it in Japan, and it'll also end up in, like, uh, Korea. Oh. And a lot of South Korean games have English translations. Oh, wow. Because a lot of people in South Korea speak English. So anything that is going to be released to the greatest or greater Eastern market uh, will usually end up having some form of uh, English translation. That's how I play uh, DJ Max. Oh, yeah. My favorite fucking uh, Korean music game series. Right. So, so my problem is they're they're not releasing it due to the series depictions of women, obviously skimpy clothes and all that jazz. Mm-hmm. Um, but aren't there a lot of video games that have skimpy depictions of guys too, like shirtless guys or guys in shorts? And I think the better argument against this whole idea is the fact that, um. Well, two things, now that I think about it. Um, one, the main Dead or Alive series exists. Right. A series that has made itself very well known uh, in regards to its jiggle physics. Oh, yeah. Um, then there's also uh, the Sinran Kagura series. I don't know what that is. Sinran Kagura is not a fighting game series. It's kind of like handheld uh, dynasty warriors in a oh, way okay. okay but all the characters are girls okay um and they're a bit they're the main draw of the game is that all of these ninja girls can transform into characters with much less clothing and one of the other big appeals is that as you take more damage your clothing falls off <laughs> until eventually you are down to your underwear um, and the, this is all like, and also a lot of the girls are like lollies, um, or they'll be flat chested. And when they transform, they'll grow like J's. Yeah. Just, it's just like, like they even, so it's the, anime. The, I, I get it. The transformation animation like zooms in on their chest and it's just like, <laughs> and then it zooms in on their butt and, and like their pants will just explode off and it'll go. Bwah, bwah, bwah. It's to and, the like, point of ridiculousness. It is. It's all very silly. And that gets English releases but, <laughs> in, but in America. This. But not this. 
yeah, but not this, which doesn't actually explicitly feature any kind of nudity, even though it's Senran Kagaru. It does, but it censors it, sort oh, of. Like, like blurs like it if, a little bit. If their actual clothing falls off, then a big white bar goes over their, their chest or their crotch area. Oh. But, I mean, other, and then they, they released like a rhythm game that is also a cooking game. And if you do really, really well, then your opponent gets like, like if you're making a dessert, they'll get slathered in chocolate sauce and and be naked in a scene where you can then pan the camera around and look at them from all angles. You know, like um, <laughs> when I was a kid, I had a Commodore 64. <laughs> uh -huh. And my dad had a game called Strip Poker. <laughs> mm -hmm. And on that game, on the Commodore 64, the better you did, there was a picture of a woman, not not a real woman, and she would, after you won a couple hands, she would start taking off layers of clothing. Um, and that was released in the United States. Now I don't know if they censored anything because, fucking computer cheated, but, <laughs> I'm just saying like, the extreme dead or alive extreme like the. The stuff that they do, they don't actually show anything. No, they're in bikinis at worst. Yeah. Like, one of them had a had a uh, pole dancing uh, unlocked. Right. Where, like, there was, there was one fucking pole dancing animation that you could unlock for every single character. And it was the same animation every time. It just, you got to swap out which character was doing the dancing. Right. And you could choose their outfit. But, I mean... Like, it wasn't even supposed to be that they were doing it for sexual reasons. They're just like, pole dancing is great exercise! And then yeah. they, they did that. It's it's a dumb game. I wouldn't it buy is. it. I wouldn't buy it because I don't think it's a good game. Yeah, I, I wouldn't buy it either because it is a stupid game. But I would, I'd get it, like, on, like, extreme sale. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> to the notion that, that Koei Tecmo... And Team Ninja are like, well, let's not put this out in North America because of fucking censorship reasonings or, or because people in America are more sensitive to that kind of shit. It's just, it's it's trash. It's a stupid reason. Right. And if that is their real reason, that's pathetic. So, so here's the deal. I don't really complain about sports that much. You know, I don't watch sports, football or anything like that. I don't like it. I think it's stupid. Other people really love sports. I don't watch sports. Right. Like, there's the people that are like, oh my god, that's disrespectful to women. It's like, yeah, um, don't play it. Yeah. Like, don't don't buy it. Like, that's all you have to do. Just, just, just don't do it. You don't have to make a big deal out of it. It's not like the, it's not like that these are real people that they're, like, make forcing to dress up in bikini. They're fake characters. Right. Like, I remember uh, Metro 2032, or Last Light. 2033, Last Light, the second one. Mm -hmm. um, apparently, that one had detailed uh, pubic regions for women. Yeah, I, I don't know. I never, I never, I played, never actually it. played it. <laughs> I never played it either. But that game was released, and you know what? I didn't hear a big outcry of it about it, just because... It's a fucking game. Who cares? There's other things to worry about, like terrorist bombings in Paris and shit. Yeah. I mean, when it comes to, oh my god, scantily clad women, fake scantily clad women, who gives a shit? Let's move on. <laughs> Let's move on to some things that are felonies. Do you commit felonies? Uh, I don't think so. Do you pirate anything? Depends on who's asking. <laughs> Uh, well, New Jersey governor and Republican presidential candidate Chris Christie has signed a new bill into law that stiffens the penalty for those who make false emergency calls to police and emergency personnel in the state. The new bill makes the charge of swatting or inciting false public alarm a felony punishable by up to 10 years in prison, a fine of up to $150,000 or both. Good. Yeah, fuck them. I mean, I know for a fact, probably, 
Okay, not really for a fact, but I, I can pretty well assume that swatting was not the reason for this bill to go through. Probably not. Uh, mainly because Chris Christie is a stupid piece of shit and probably isn't even aware of the whole thing. No. Um, that's not why he's a stupid piece of shit, but he is. Um, Let's anyway. not get into politics. Yeah, I, I, like, I don't want to make it political, but right. fuck Chris Christie. Yeah, uh, boat burning. Anyway, go on. <laughs> but, um, yeah... No, this is this is good. This really should be a thing anyway. Uh, you can't shout fire in a crowded theater, so you shouldn't be able to shout hostage situation on the phone. Right, and you can't – I mean there were people that were – I know there was a guy in Canada who had done it to a bunch of female gamers, basically telling them, hey, get naked for me on cam and stuff like that. Yeah. And – if they didn't, he would release their information, and he would – like, it was silly, but he would order pizza for their house and everything, which is still stupid, and have it delivered to them, and just a bunch of little things it's like fucking that. fucking the 80s or some shit? What you... Yeah, yeah, he would order pizza to their house and say that they would pay at the door. It's like stupid shit like that. Okay. And he would call SWATs and shit like that uh, if they wanted, and he would harass their family. And he got, like, a year in prison. And he was smiling when he when he got convicted because he still oh. thought it was funny. Oh, yeah. Uh, I hey, think how, he, how old was he? Uh, I think he was, like, 17. Okay. 16 well, I mean, or 17. It makes sense. You're not even – you're barely even a human, even at that age. Yeah. I, he knew what he was doing, though. Like, he did. I'm just saying that uh, – uh, like – I'm not saying you should pity him, but I mean it's no. it's okay. I think that that he only got a year. Yeah, but um, I think that with this law, it's going to make those incidents like that hopefully less. Just because they'll maybe maybe the people will think about the consequences, but yeah, honestly, probably not. People, from what I've understand, I growing up. My brain, I guess, works a little different than other people because I'll go – like even when I was younger, like a teenager, I'd go into a situation and I'd be like, okay, if I do A, I'll probably get in trouble. So I wouldn't do it. But people who do swatting and stuff like that, they don't think down the line. Well, it, the the good thing though is that they don't have to because once they fuck up once – then hopefully they'll just end up put in jail. <laughs> right. Right, exactly. So, um, and, and my my theory on this is they've done studies, psychological studies, that have shown that psychopaths uh, can only foresee positive outcomes. So they can only see positive things happening to themselves. They don't ever see, when they have a, when they do an action, they don't ever see like the consequence for that action. They only see like the positive consequences. So I think that the people that do this might be kind of psychopaths. Pathic. Psych psychopathic. I can see that. Uh, because, I mean, when you, obviously neither of us would go and do a swatting thing like that. Because we're not retarded. Yeah. But... When you when you go and you look at these guys, it's like with this guy smiling when he's getting sentenced and stuff, that shows psychopathic tendencies. Yeah. And even though he was completely in control, he wasn't able to see, oh, this might go poorly for me. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah. But, of course, the only way to check that would be to do an MRI scan. So, right. I don't know. I don't, honestly, that's just a theory. I don't know. Um, I... I I think that most teenagers are psychopaths anyway because and the little kids are evil. Um, so do you have anything more to say on this? Uh, I mean, it's, it's a good thing. It should be a thing nationwide really. Oh yeah. Uh, abu abuse of the criminal justice system is, is wrong and stupid. So, uh, to be fair, if I ever got swatted, like part of me, would be pissed off for getting swatted. Another part of me would be like, I made it. <laughs> I'm big enough that somebody wanted to swat me. Yeah. Now get out of my house. I don't have any guns. 
Please yeah. don't, please don't hurt me. Don't, don't shoot me. Please don't shoot me. <laughs> pretty much. Uh, that's pretty much the end of our podcast. P- pretty much. Yeah. Uh, so thank you for being here, Roa. Yes, uh, no problem. I wasn't really going to do anything anyway. Why not? Because uh, just because 3 didn't get leaked on the torrent site that I don't go to. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that one you don't go to. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't pirate games. Okay. Why not? That's illegal and uh, immoral. Yeah, you wouldn't download a car. Let's. So why would you download a game? Uh, if I could, I would definitely download a car. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way for me to download a car without stealing somebody. It, it, it. So here's my thing. Uh, not that we'd actually do it, but here's my defense for that. Um, if my friend came up to me, like if you came up to me with your shitty cube car and I was mm-hmm. like, Hey, I found a way to make a clone of my car. I'd be like, okay, g- give me, give me the clone of your car. <laughs> like, I'd be totally fine with it yeah. because I wouldn't be taking anything away from you, the owner, and you, I would just be getting something in return. So yes, yes, I would. I would download a car. Um, I was trying to find. Uh, there's a, there's a there's a gif out there, mm-hmm. um, of the of one of those like you wouldn't download a car <laughs> ads, and then they show them downloading a a 3D rendering of a car, and then and then it shows them like actually showing it, and you're like, fuck you. Well, I couldn't find that, but I found this. Do you want me to use it? Do you want me to use it in my cast of pods? Well, you can at least let them know that uh, you can download a drivetrain for a car. So <laughs> You can download a 3D <laughs> print of a working Toyota drivetrain. Good. Yeah. I'll put it in so, my own thing. Yeah, so eventually, uh, you know, you will be able to pirate cars. And... It, it won't be the exact same thing, but that's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, well imagine, like... 10 years down the line or so whenever we can 3d print with metal in the home oh yeah like that's going to revolutionize products in general i wonder if that'll happen i wonder if people like because i car companies are assholes yes um complete and utter assholes so i wonder if that would happen i am uh i mean i could i could talk for a long time i won't but I could talk for a long time about how, uh, in the future, 3D printers will probably be some of the most significant things in the entire world. In the year 2000. Wait, that's a long time ago. Uh, I'm a, I'm old. Um. Yeah. So, what? Well, why don't you buy Just Cause Three? Uh, well, it's not out yet. Well, because Just Cause 3, um, when it does come out, like for the Xbox One, I believe they're doing, Square Enix is doing a, uh, they're giving away $50,000. Are they, uh, are they not doing the island thing anymore? No, well, it's, it's either the island or $50,000. Ah, I see. Yeah. And the, the, the island, they said it does, it might not be hospitable. Like you yeah, might not I, I know be that. able to live there. Yeah. Uh so you could win an island or fifty thousand dollars. And if you win fifty thousand dollars, that's that's a good chunk of money. Yeah. I mean if if the island is only worth fifty thousand dollars, it's probably not very good. Yeah, probably not. You you gotta spend a couple hundred thousand dollars on an island if you're gonna buy it. If you're gonna get every one. every island that I've looked at, like minimum uh, minimum has been a million. If yeah. you want if you want like power. Oh yeah. That makes sense. Um, also, just one last thing before we go. I don't know if you've been following it, but um there's been a movement in Metal Gear Five to, to, get... to get rid of all the bombs, right? Yes. And now the Metal Gear official Twitter is keeping track of how many nukes are owned by platform. So what is this? Well, I I haven't actually played Metal Gear Solid Five. There, there is 
an ending or a cutscene in the game that no one knows how to activate. Okay. Uh, no one has any idea, and the only thing anybody can think of is that it's if literally every nuke in the entire game world is removed, that there are zero nukes in the world. So now there is the the people are trying to find out if there's like some kind of crazy fucking thing where if they can get rid of every nuke in the entire world what what will happen in the game because there's a cutscene for it but what else happens because so, there's got to be something so what is this nuke thing so do you buy nukes or build them up or there is a uh, there's like a base building aspect yeah. that is also online okay um so basically you can buy uh defense systems and uh you can use soldiers and shit for your base um so there's also an aspect of being able to build up nuclear weapons as okay. deterrents. Okay. So you can also attack other people's bases. Yeah. And take their shit. So whenever you take a nuke, you have the option of either destroying it or keeping it yourself. So now there's just this, this group of people, like a huge group of people that are going around attacking other people's bases and specifically targeting their nuclear weapons just so they can take them and destroy them to essentially get rid of the nuclear threat of the wor- for the entire world. So what are they at? Uh, right now, the PS4 is at 206 nukes That's in it? the whole world. That's it? Yeah. The PS3 oh, wow. is at 153 the Xbox One is at 40. Oh, wow. And the 360 is at 39. And then Steam, which appears to be, uh, based on these numbers, the most popular platform, uh, 12,081. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 40 so, on the Xbox One, uh, 12,000. <laughs> yeah, so they got a lot of work to do on the Steam one. but Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's do. definitely like impressive that that this is even happening, and I'm really curious as to what's going to happen if it actually works. Right. That's so. It looks like the Xbox One's going to be the first to go. Uh, yeah, the One or the 360. Uh, they're they're pretty much even. Um, and I I really want to see. I want to see what. Are you happen. helping? Are you helping with this? Um, if I played Metal Gear enough, I would. Oh, okay. I, I don't. I've been occupied by Fallout. Yeah, but, me too. Uh, I could definitely see, and also Kojima retweeted that fact because I don't follow the Metal Gear Twitter, but I follow uh, Hideo Kojima. Yeah, and he's the one that retweeted it, so he knows what's going on. He, he, so, if like, he, I re- yeah, <laughs> I wonder if they're just fucking with him because I could see Kojima doing that. I, I could see it being something very disappointing. Are you building up nukes to <laughs> you're going online and you're like, I have twelve thousand nukes. <laughs> I have twelve thousand nukes and enough defenses to stop literally anyone. You're like, ah ha, ha, ha. No um, one will end nuclear war. Yes, you you will gain mutually assured destruction. <laughs> Just you. I am Russia. <laughs> um, yeah, so thanks again for being here. Yep. And I... Uh, I realized you were talking to me for a second. <laughs> thanks again for being here. Oh, what? Oh, you're, <laughs> oh, you're talking to me, the only other person in the Skype call. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were thanking the, the viewers for listening. Oh, yeah. Thanks thanks for listening, all three view- listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, uh. Vote, vote Bernie. <laughs> Get, feel the burn. <laughs>